0: Hello friends, welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host Jessica Dalton, and joining me as always is our show's awesome producer, Amanda Foster. Hey. Today, we will be talking about Enneagram type 6s, the Loyalist. We are making these type episodes as concise and to the point as we can so you can figure out your type and learn how to grow without having to read a whole book first or listen to an hour-long podcast. So, without further ado, let's get started with our Enneagram type 6 episode. Here are are 20 words that concisely describe Enneagram Type 6. Loyal. Troubleshooter. Friendly. Cooperative. Cautious. Warm. Protective. Prepared. Compliant. Honorable. Sensible. Faithful skeptical, pragmatic, brave, suspicious, analytical, determined, supportive, and courageous. So Amanda, out of our 20 words for type six, were there any that stood out to you as, oh yeah, that definitely describes a type six for me or any that stood out to you as, wow, I really wouldn't have thought of that word for type six.
1: Okay, So uh, I feel like as with the five, I feel like there's some stereotypes that I have um, kind of created in my own mind that are probably not true for the six. So I'm really excited about this episode and learning more. So from those words, there's definitely words that I would have expected for the six sensible faithful, skeptical, pragmatic very much because of how security-minded they are. Um, Some that I were maybe more surprised by was warm, brave even, and friendly. And I don't know why. I don't know what the the stereotype, because it's like, why can't a six be friendly? But (laughs) I think it's more like, what about being a six makes them warm Friendly, brave, you know, knowing that they are at the same time skeptical or sensible or.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. So sixes tend to be very um, community minded. So in their um, troubleshooting or their kind of seeking of security, they are very much being considerate of others and thinking of others in that process. And so being warm and friendly kind of naturally occurs because they're all of the worst case scenario thinking, all of the desire for security, all of the just questioning and doubting, all of that is kind of pointing to a desire to protect not only themselves, but the people around them. And they tend to be drawn to underdogs to kind of provide protection. And they tend to take on that protective role. The world is not trustworthy We have to protect ourselves from the world and the worst possible thing that can happen. And so if I have to protect myself, then I also have to protect everyone else because nobody else is reacting the way that I am. Yeah, that that really makes sense. The, The brave and courageous, very similar words. I thought about maybe not putting both of them in there, but I feel like they both represent distinct characteristics. Six is because they struggle so much with fear because they're always aware and thinking of the worst case scenario thing, they still have to show up to life knowing what could go wrong. They still have to take action knowing the worst possible thing. So if you wake up in the morning and you were thinking of everything that could possibly go wrong, you're driving down the road and suddenly a thought hits you that, oh, X, Y, Z could happen, um, a plane could land and destroy all of us. Like, like just the, mm-hmm. the, the worst case scenario thing, you know, to still continue to fight past fear, um, they really can be some of the most courageous people when they're healthy, when they learn to convert their fear to courage. They are the most courageous people.
1: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I, I felt kind of weird saying that because it's like, I'm not, I don't want to assume that sixes uh, are... You don't want to like are, on someone. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to just say like, I don't think sixes are brave because I, I know that they are, but yeah, just to kind of flesh out what quality makes them, that they're constantly actually, they are aware of every scenario that could go wrong. And even in spite of that, it's still succeeding and fighting those fears and even overcoming them. And even they're even preventing the things that they um, that could go wrong. So they're they're kind of awesome. (laughs) They really are. I mean, it's not
0: bravery in the traditional sense of the word. I think, you know, sixes are starting from a different starting line They're Yeah, they they are starting from a greater awareness of uh, potential harm and choosing to move forward. So they have a further distance to go than most people. Uh, for a seven who maybe is not as
1: aware, you know, or yeah. or a nine or like, you know. A, like a seven could do the same thing as a six and it wouldn't take a seven any courage, Yeah, but it takes the six courage, mm-hmm. um, which neither is wrong or right. It's just about awareness exactly and it just makes them extremely courageous people in
0: certain circumstances in life when confronted with really difficult things or things they they as they're healthy as they mature and they they kind of uh, strengthen that courage muscle man they're mm-hmm. powerful Now we will move on to talking about our four primary characteristics of Enneagram type sixes. So one, as we've already talked about, uh, worst case scenario thinking is very much the stereotype of the six, but also very much a primary characteristic. Um, Sixes have this gift of perceptiveness, intuition, and discernment. They're so aware of the world around them. They're so aware of how ABC will lead to XYZ, and so you you tell them the plan. They know how it's going to end, and that oh that that gift for long term thinking and prediction gets used against them. Yeah, and they tend to start analyzing things by thinking of the worst possible thing that could happen in any situation. This obviously leads to a struggle with anxiety, which most sixes would um, admit to at some level struggling with anxiety and fear. They are, tend to be very motivated by fear in the quest for certainty and security. Our second primary characteristic of type sixes is that they fear being helpless and defenseless or losing their support system uh, or their sense of groundedness. So the childhood wound of the type six or the theory of the childhood wound, because this may not apply to every six. It's just a theory. It's that they grew up in a situation where they um, had some sort of inner doubting. They, they doubted their authority. They were in a situation where things were constantly changing. There wasn't uh, consistency and things were just uncertain or maybe even unsafe. So they retreated inside themselves and began trying to predict mentally what would go wrong and tried to use that ability to protect what would go wrong to protect themselves. That tendency to try and protect themselves in that kind of moved into a tendency towards being protective. So you, you see this with um, six is, is they they are always looking for security. They struggle with fear, but they can be very protective of others and um, want harmony and safety for uh, other people in their lives, up to the point of anxiety. They are always looking for certainty, which is really difficult in a world where things are constantly changing and there's not a lot that we can be certain of. They do have a tendency to advocate for the underdog and they're always preparing for the worst. So the stereotype, actually, my mom's going to hate this, but I'm going to tell a story on her. Uh, my mom is a type six, took forever for us to figure this out. But uh, for Christmas one year, she had gotten online and, And read all of these apocalyptic end of the world things. Like the world could end this way. If the government shuts down or things go wrong, this is what you need to do. And she gifted us bug out bags. So, oh yeah. (laughs) So she had put together these backpacks that had everything you needed to survive. If like, say, China attacked and bombs were going off And we needed to get out of the city as fast as we can. I mean, it had jerky toilet paper, Hershey's chocolate, a knife, a uh, water bowl for our dogs. Like, wow, (laughs) it was just like everything you could possibly think of because it was very important to her that we were protected and safe and prepared in the event that the worst possible thing could go wrong. (laughs) And... um. That's kind of typical for type sixes, maybe not that extreme that that does kind of veer into the stereotype of a six a little bit. But it's also true, they they, they like to be prepared for things. And because of that uh, tendency to always prepare for the worst, if something goes wrong, they tend to blame themselves for it, as if they should have predicted that this was going to happen and then prepared for it. So if it went wrong, then obviously it's their fault. So they can they can conversely struggle in that way. So our third primary characteristic of type sixes is that they struggle with decision making. So sixes they are so in their head, so in their thoughts, but they tend to really doubt themselves. They they really they're they're always questioning things, always questioning. Um, can I trust this authority figure? Can I trust this friendship? Can I trust, you know, and they, they'll test things and ask questions and they can be a little suspicious of new people. It takes a long time to earn their trust. Once you've earned their trust, they are the, the most amazing friends. But it takes a while. You have to show that you're going to show up, you're going to be consistent, and you're going to be there for them. But that, that tendency to always be questioning and thinking of every possible thing that could go wrong, the, taking into account the risk of something can cause them to procrastinate taking action, And which we talked about some with the fives. There's some similar characteristics there. With the fives, it's more out of a fear of incompetence. And with the six, it's more about a fear of not having certainty or uh, not being safe. And they tend to, in their struggle with decision-making, ask a lot of other people's opinions in order to make their decisions. They struggle with, uh, just as the type one struggles with a harsh inner critic, type sixes struggle with what in the Enneagram world is called the inner committee. So they like to have multiple opinions. (laughs) They have a whole committee in their head that's saying, oh, you should do this, but no, you should really do this. And it's like, there's five people in their head arguing (laughs) and they don't really trust themselves. So they feel like they need the opinions of all these different people. And then they're, they're trying to align with those opinions because they don't trust their own ability to discern the right path forward. Even though they've probably thought through every possible scenario and have great discernment and a great ability to know what the right path forward is. So our fourth primary characteristic of type sixes is that they tend towards projection. So because they have this habit of always questioning things and that's just a way of thinking for them, this causes them to assume that everyone must think the way they do so they can project doubting and questioning on others. So it can cause them to feel insecure in relationships or in a job or in just a variety of situations. They tend to project their questioning, their uh, struggle to trust their um, suspicions, suspiciousness onto other people when other people may not really feel that way. Okay, that's it for today. Tune in next week for our Enneagram Type 6 Part 2 episode where we're going to be diving even deeper into the Enneagram Type 6, how the Type 6 can grow, and we're going to have a time of prayer for freedom over the Type 6. I am so grateful for those of you who have been listening and sharing these episodes. If you loved this episode, if it ministered to you, or if you learned something new today, please leave a review on iTunes. You can follow me on Instagram at JustLovesPersonality or the podcast at OriginalityPodcast. And make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Um, I would like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if you simply try to tell the truth, you will
1: become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time.